It has been a wonderfully powerful worship time. Thank you, Brother Tommy and choir, musicians, all who participated to make this a wonderful time of worship. As We're gratefully reminded of God's love for us. What a theme. What a theme as we approach Christmas week looking forward to Christmas Day and family gatherings and all that goes into the celebration of Christmas. But today we're in God's house. Today we're in the place that reminds us over and over and over again through the preaching of the word, through the singing of the songs and the hymns, we're reminded time and time again of God's great love for us. Unlovable as we may be, God loves us. Undeserving as we may be, God loves us, cares about us, and is willing to meet our every need and go beyond that and even bless us in ways we never thought of and we didn't even know we had a need. But can I tell you, it didn't start right now. It did not start at Bethlehem, though as we think of God's love gift, he has loved us from the beginning of all things. We often ask and talk about Christmas as a time when love came down. We say God's love entered the world as a baby and that is true. There's no doubt about that in the gospel teaching that he came as the Son of God, born as a baby in Bethlehem. But we would be mistaken if we didn't take a longer view at God's love, a view back in time to the very beginning of the world, the history of our world, the story of God's book, the Bible, is a love story from the very first day of creation. God revealed his love. His love in creation, his love in forming the man out of the dust of the earth, his, his love in giving him a helpmeet and a wife that he could love her and she could love him and the two of them could live together in that wonderful love. It is a story of God's love and his plan of redemption to bring his creation mankind back into a wonderful relationship with him. Yes, love did come crashing into that stable in Bethlehem. Love was demonstrated on that day when God sent his son, born as a baby in Bethlehem, the son of Mary. Yes, love did invade this world because God is love and God came to earth in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Advent season is a time of celebration of God's love for us. God's love, though, doesn't depend on us. Sometimes we think it does. Sometimes we don't feel very lovable. But our feelings, our actions, our goings and comings, they do not affect God's love for us. 
He just flat loves us. Isn't that good news today? To know that God just loves you. It's not something we have to earn. It's not something we have to perform in order to merit it and and to, to gain it. It starts with God. It starts with God and not us, for the Bible defines him as God is love. It is his very nature. It is his very character. His love for us was there from the beginning of time, and he has demonstrated it over and over and over again, but never so much as he did with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It can be mind-boggling. A mind-boggling concept to even try to grasp in one's finite mind. But let me encourage you to simply accept the fact that God's love for us exists beyond our involvement, beyond the constraints of time, beyond space, beyond our limited understanding of his love. You are loved. I am loved. We are loved by a holy God who defines himself as love. Love from the beginning. But can I tell you his love is enough? His love is enough for every day of life. It is enough for your difficult times. It is enough for our times of grief, sorrow. And it's enough for our times of rejoicing even. God's love is always enough. Have you ever doubted that God's love is enough to cover all of your pain, all of your doubts, all of your hurt, all of your selfishness, all of the evil in the world? Have you ever said, how in the world can God's love cover all of that? I know me. I know my heart. I know my thoughts. I know my actions. I know my attitudes. How can God love me in the midst of who I am? or that his love is enough to cover the pain and the hurt of your heart. If we're honest, I think most of us would have to say the answer is yes. There have been times when we wondered how and we doubted his love was enough. Despite what we may know in our heads and indeed believe in our hearts, there is a daily struggle to live in the reality. Every day to walk in the reality, every day to believe the reality that God loves you as you are. He loves you because you are his creation. Let me remind you, Let me remind you of some wonderful news this morning, the best news. Look at me. Listen to me. God loves you. God loves you. You can put that in your pocket and take it home. God loves you. Not because anything you've done 
not because of anything you have to do, not for today, but then he's going to take it all away tomorrow. God loves you every second, every, every part of a second of every breath of your life. God loves you purely. He loves you perfectly. And he loves you wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y. He does not fail. You don't have to earn points. That's hard to believe sometimes. You don't have to earn points to receive love from God. He pours his love out on us, no matter how unlovable or how unworthy we may be. You know, that goes beyond my understanding, but I trust in what God tells us. And I live in the reality of that every day of my life, that God loves me regardless, regardless of my thoughts, regardless of my missteps, regardless of my attitudes, regardless of my sin. God loves me, and nothing I do, nothing that I say diminishes that love for me at all, not at all. You see, the reality of God's love for us is so different from our own ability to love. But let me remind you of some good news this morning. The best news. God loves you purely, perfectly. He pours his out of love out on us no matter how unlovable and how unworthy we may feel let alone how unlovable we may be. Think of the Christmas story characters for a moment. Just think about them. They didn't fit into the group of the most lovable people box in the world. They were a young couple, average, engaged. They were a band of smelly shepherds. I wonder how shepherds would feel to know that we always say that about them. You stinketh. That's what we're saying. But they lived out on the hillside. They live out in the in the outside, outdoors, around sheep. You ever been around sheep? They don't smell very good. There you have the shepherds. And then later a group of foreigners show up. But God's love is deep and wide, long and high enough. It doesn't change even if our feelings do. Nothing can shake that love. Nothing can tear us away from the love of God. And it will never fail us now and literally until Jesus comes again his love is undiminishing. His love is unchanging. His love is unending. God loves you. And in Romans, Paul gave us a description worth clinging to. When we struggle or doubt or simply need a hopeful reminder, this is what he says in Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing 
shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. His love is enough for each of us, not only for this life, but for eternity, God's love. But thirdly, God's love is meant to overflow. God's love is meant to flow through us. There used to be a song way back in the 70s that said, love this world through me. Love this world through me. That's exactly what God's love wants to do, what he wants his love to do in this world, that he can love others through us, through our actions, through our willingness to help, such as the opportunity this afternoon to give out grocery bags with food in it, preparation kit for a Christmas dinner for a family. And it's our way of letting God's love flow through us into a community. And there are signs that are just stuck in the ground all over this community that have been put out by some of you and some of the staff. There are a couple of banners that have been put up at intersections, one's down here in front of the elementary school, that tells about Dalrated Baptist Church reaching out in love to this community that we have food for them to pick up this afternoon. All they have to do is come get it. They don't have to give an offering. They don't even have to thank us. All they have to do is come by and get it and receive God's gift to them through us. Love this world through me, Lord. Love this community through this church, God. Love this world through us, through our Lottie Moon Christmas offering of sharing Jesus with folks everywhere, uh, through the Operation Christmas Child that we just participated in. God, love this world through me. Let me be an instrument of your love as it is meant to flow through us, from us. It's not so easy, is it? But it shifts our focus from trying hard to love others to experiencing the depth of God's love in a way it allows us in our life to do for people around us as such as we'll do this afternoon. As you are packing the bags today, as you are placing them in the little wagons and you're carting them outside for those that will be out there to greet the folks, and, and my plan is to greet every carload that comes personally and asking them if I can pray with them about anything. And if there is a need, I'll pray for them right there in the line. That's the reason I'm going to go ahead and pray for three or four cars before we ever get started so that we can keep the line flowing. But I'm going to pray for everyone that would allow me to pray for them. And I'm going to tell them we're doing this because Jesus loves you. And he has blessed us with the ability of sharing that love with you today. And we want you to have a Thanksgiving, I mean, excuse me, a Christmas meal with your family. And this is our way of saying we want to provide, we want to be a blessing to you. But for you see, God loves us and he has given his only son. That's why we have Christmas. 
because God so loved the world that he gave his son. He gave him at Bethlehem, and he gave him on the cross of Calvary, and he gave him in the resurrection, and he gives him now as he makes intercession for us. God's only son is God's proof of love for us. Let's read a, read a longer passage of Scripture from 1 John that sums up, sums, excuse me, sums up that connection between God's love and our love for others. This is what John writes. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God. For God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love others. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Can I read that again? Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. I want us to capture and take away three main things from this sermon, this service today. God is love. And he has sent his only son to be sacrificed for us. This was God's love from the start and his gift to us even today. Number two, we can know and rely on God's love every day of our lives. God's love is enough for us today, is good enough for us tomorrow, and his love is good for us forever. Thirdly, we love God because he first loved us. 
God's love overflows within and through us to others as it ought to. Our problem is we take our focus off of perfect God and his perfect love. And we focus on our imperfections. And we focus on our dislikes. And, and we focus on our failures. And we fail to understand that God's love does not change through any of those things. And neither should our love change toward a world who so desperately needs to experience the love of God through his people. We love people because God loves us. We minister to people because God has ministered to us through his son. Love is not simply about words or even feelings or even acceptance. It's about action. It's about truth. The gift of God's Son that we celebrate was God putting love into action through sending His Son, Jesus. His love is an overwhelming love. Can I get a testimony to that? His love is an overwhelming love that calls and moves us to similar actions. Listen to what he said in 1 John 3. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for others. The question is, will each of us Will we as a church allow his love to penetrate our hearts and then overflow from our hearts in the lives of others and in a community where God has placed us to minister and to love? For God so loved the world that he gave for Dalreda Baptist Church so loved God that he gave. May his love flow through us during this time and all through the year, wherever we are, whatever we're doing. May we not fail to see God's love and to let it flow toward us from our lives. Let's pray together. Father, we've come into this place today and we have been so marvelously lifted in worship and praise. We've experienced truth from the very moment we started in this building today. We have experienced an overwhelming presence of your Holy Spirit as he has spoken to us through the singing of the songs and, and through the reading of your word and the teaching of your word today. We are simply overwhelmed. 
We are overcome by the fact that we walk in your love. We live in your love. We experience your love. And nothing can separate us, absolutely nothing, not even we ourselves, can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Lord, may we walk in that every day. May we live that out. May we flesh it out. And may we be reminded in our own lives, in our own minds, in our own actions, that you still love us. And your forgiveness is given to us over and over again. And you never withhold it from us because you love us. Your love is eternal. You love us all the time, even when we see ourselves as unlovable. And as we are sometimes, we still know your love is unchanged. And you never withdraw. Lord, help us to live in that. May we remember as we celebrate this wonderful gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, born as a baby in Bethlehem. In Jesus' name.